What is going on, everybody out there in YouTube land, out there in podcast land, wherever land that you may be listening or watching this live stream podcast from? Welcome to a brand spanking new episode of Ready, Set, Action Commentaries. I am your host, Mike, and I got my awesome co-host Anika here with me her device is not connected yet but that's okay we will figure it out here in a few seconds but welcome to a new episode uh, as you can tell we are on year five of Harry Potter year five of Harry Potter uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix so that is uh, really enough this is gonna be a very interesting movie because uh, me myself it's not particularly my favorite one. It's not particularly my favorite uh, Harry Potter movie. Okay, we had Anika just go out for a second. It's okay. Uh, we'll get it figured out here. Um, so yeah, so Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix is, of course, uh, 2007. Uh, 2007. Uh, it was released, and like like I said, I was I was definitely not a fan of this movie. Um, really also like the book per se it was it was tough to read the book because there's <laughs> so this is the this is the this is the reason why uh, order of the phoenix is one of my least favorites is because there's so much hatred for that dolores unbridge woman there's so much hatred for her rightfully so rightfully so and uh don't worry, Anika's uh, just going to be getting in here soon, so don't worry about it, people. We got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. We got some time to kill. I mean, it was just like, of course, last week when me and Don were doing the podcast, we had time. We had plenty of time to, you know, just goof off and talk a little bit. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, again, so another thing about Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix is it introduces uh, a new character of course to the main cast of Harry Potter and it's, and I found it was very interesting because uh, the the uh, we'll get in we'll, well uh, we'll get into it once we once we start the pot once we start the live stream of course um, okay so she says that her headset is not connecting right now so it's okay um we uh we can we can definitely t take some time of course and just uh, go over the brief a little or excuse me the brief points of harry potter and the order of the phoenix so again uh 2017 or 2017 2007 uh it got released and <laughs> I always love that. I always love this when I see this on the Wikipedia. Is when it says what the budget was, and then it says uh, between 150 and 200 million dollars. And I always thought it was funny. I thought it was funny because uh, this movie made almost a billion dollars. So I, I kind of want to look this up. So let's look up the Harry Potter movies box office. Cause I'm curious. I think I might be right on this one, by the way. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to find... Sorry. I'm trying to find this. Um, 
So, sorry about this, folks. Yeah, so Anika's going to figure out her technical issue. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Now I got it. Now I got the... Now I got it. Um, so, so yeah, so the Order of the Phoenix, the Order of the Phoenix, actually, pff, wow, I, I had no idea. I had no idea. So, so here it is. Uh, the, the list of the box office worldwide, we're, we're going to do worldwide. I'm not going to do just uh, in the United States, but worldwide, uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or excuse me, yeah. So, Harry Potter or Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two made over one point three billion dollars at the box office, and Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone made a little over a billion dollars worldwide at the box office. The Order of the Phoenix was the fourth highest box office cash in uh, in the Harry Potter movie series, which I find very interesting. And, and the reason why I find this so interesting is because, you know, um, for one, real quickly, guys, sorry again. Uh, so Anika, again, she's having some issues. It's better to get these issues out now than like it was with the Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone podcast, where we had issues during the podcast. It's better we get them out now than actually have them. So I'm look so again looking at the box office. The Chamber of Secrets and the Prisoner of Azkaban were the two movies in the franchise that had the two lowest box office um uh yeah, box office ticket sales. And I I don't know, that, that that's kind of very surprising to me. The reason why it's so surprising is because, you know, I thought Chamber of Secrets was great. I thought Chamber of Secrets was one of the top three of the franchise, in my opinion. The Prisoner of Azkaban got, did not make over, it was the only movie in the franchise that did not make $800 million at the box office. So I was very, very surprised at that. Very surprised. Anyway, uh, wow, we're almost seven minutes into this. <laughs> Sorry about this, guys. Oh, man. Sorry about this, guys. So, yeah, we are, um, we are, tr again, uh, Anika's trying to get all this stuff worked out. Like I said, it's, it's better to do this, uh, now than, again, during the podcast. Because, again, we had that disaster we had that disaster with the Sorcerer's Stone where that podcast was almost just pretty much really bad. Well, it wasn't bad, but it, but we had technical issues during the podcast. And there was, a, I think, about a minute and a half or two minutes worth of silence on there. So it, it was really bad. It was really freaking bad. But. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wow, we're almost, wow, we're almost at eight minutes. I've been talking this whole time. I can't believe I've actually been talking this whole time and the movie hasn't been playing. So, uh, while we wait for Anika, I want to go ahead and just, you know, just point out this, that again, 
And I think Harry Potter, I think Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix was the shortest film. I think it was the shortest film. Let me let's look this up. Cause I know the uh so here we go. Length of all the movies. So let's see. Um Okay, never mind. Uh Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix was the second shortest film of the movie franchise. The first one was Deathly Hallows Part 2. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. I I I never would have assumed that um that Deathly I I, I didn't I don't know. Actually, you know what? I I can see that because the Deathly, Deathly Hallows Part 2 definitely seemed very short for me. It definitely seemed very short for me. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, God, it's Slytherin for life. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So, so again, like I said, we just just apologize for the silence here and like i said anika is just having some issues with her with her microphone so we are we're trying to get we're trying to get those worked out we're trying to get those worked out we're um she's keeping me in the she's keeping me in the loop right now which is good she's keeping me in the loop right now so that's good and wow can it is it really been 10 minutes I, I'm I'm actually a little surprised. I'm actually very surprised that it's been um, ten minutes that we've been on the air, and we haven't gotten to the movie yet. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna text Anika and find out uh, find out what's going on. Wow. I mean, I mean, once again, sorry about this, guys. I mean, we technical issues happen. Technical issues happen, and it's better to do it. But again, I've I've said this a couple times now. It's better to happen now than during the show, or in the middle of the show. Excuse me, in the middle of the show, because if it was going on in the middle of the show, then we would have a huge problem. Because again, the the the. Uh, the Sorcerer's Stone podcast was really bad where we had that that brief two minutes or a minute and a half worth of silence. It was really bad. So again, uh, apologies. We should be up here in about, I don't know, maybe five minutes or so, hopefully. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know, guys. I mean, it's, it's weird because she never had an issue with her headset before. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, we'll just go silent here for a little bit. Just enjoy the music, folks. Again, apologies for this. We'll be right back.
All right, guys, we are back. Uh, Nika is still having some issues trying to connect her headset. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're still having some technical issues, so we apologize for this. Um, I think what we'll do is... I don't know. I think what we'll do is try to edit the audio. Hopefully the audio can get edited. And once we uh, are at... I think once we're at... Uh, I think you can actually edit the YouTube videos. I think you can do that. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but anyway. Um, oh, okay. Hold on. We may have an EK right here. We may have it. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Seriously. Oh, there it is. There it is. G-Tier. G-Tier. Hello, Anika. Or not. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> thought Anika was in here and uh, can't hear her. Darn it. Um, oh boy. We don't know what's going on here. I have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> oh man. We may have to move this podcast to another day. Uh, if things are not going to go our way tonight. <laughs> Yeah, um, like I like I said, we're gonna we're trying to get everything connected. We apologize for the late start. But it, can you hear me? Oh, there we go. Now we can hear you, Nika. Oh, perfect. And there she is. All right, let's try this again. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to a brand spanking new episode of Ready Set Action Commentaries. Oh, and I actually forgot to do my intro. Oh well. Anyway, <laughs> here is my co-host Anika and Anika. We are damn near 17 minutes in. I don't think yes. we should do I don't think we should do intros right now. I think we should really just get to this movie. Yes, indeed. <laughs> uh, definitely indeed. Uh, so again, uh, Harry Potter Order of the Phoenix year 3 or year 5. So, if you guys want to join in with us and watch this movie, go ahead and pull it up on Max. Um pause it at the zero seconds as soon as we say ready set action go ahead and press play so anika are we all set for year five of harry potter yes indeed all righty so, well ready set action Woo. one thing about this movie that i did i i did not like that i didn't like that opening um from Warner Brothers because it's the, the the thing with this movie is it definitely did start it started taking the dark turn of course because it, as we saw in the previous movie Voldemort's back Voldemort's back and um just the I don't know I I, I feel like it was the just the pinnacle of really just darkness just all just all darkness and it was I don't know. It was it was so weird to me. I have to say, it's one of the coolest intros. I, I like, although it's you know dark and gloomy, but it it has its cool you know like signature you know uh, intro for Harry Potter because it's like you know you know panning right into you. So, and of course, and that music goes along so well with it. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I definitely get it. Uh, at least they said Fahrenheit right there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Every. Every time I hear Celsius, I, I immediately think back to, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of it, Red vs. Blue, that online show. 
no, I haven't heard of that. What is that um, show? It's oh, and you you need to watch it. It's brilliant. It's absolutely one of the funniest online shows ever. But just reminds me of a of it of just the uh, that line where guys like, oh come on, dude, Celsius sucks. <laughs> Big D. Oh God, that is a horrible nickname. Don't you just love the two thousand fashion? <laughs> oh my God, that that's horrible. <laughs> First of all, this is the only movie that you actually see a Nike product in a Harry Potter film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Deadly Man, he's in the, you know, he's a homie. <laughs> he looks high. Yes. Uh, I can't. No, 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 dude, you're Dudley. You're going at a really... Okay, you know he crazy. what? Okay, it would. Okay, you know what? I would say screw the wand. It would just be at that point. I just get out of that swing, just haul off and hit him. Yes. <laughs> God. And the first uh, one thing that kind of confused me is like, why did he call him Potter? Like, I that that didn't make any that didn't make any sense to me. Like, why would he just use the surname? That that just was it, it was it was very odd to me. Unless he ha he knows Malfoy, you never know, man. <laughs> ah, not even a. <laughs> yes, run, you fat fuck, run. Yes. Run, deadly, run. <laughs> run, Forrest, run. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I mean, of course, uh, in in Harry Melling, of course, playing Dudley Dursley. Like I said, he he looked like he was on drugs. He looked his face makes his whole facial expression makes him look like he's on drugs. He does, man. He's on he's on something, man. Like I think um Hello. Yeah. Oh man, them dimensions, man. Them things are crazy. The, the, and they they kinda and they gotta Oh ow, oh, ow, ow That's ow, gotta man. hurt. Yeah, that oh that that really actually hurt my back. Like when you when you slip on the ice and then you hit the concrete. Ow! By the way, um, I tried to make a video of the scene where Hagrid stabs Professor Flitwick with the fork from the last movie and put the audio where I reacted to it, oh. <laughs> where I got that really bad phantom sense. Oh. <laughs> Patronum, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> that dementors Kim Kardashian. It's missing. It's missing plastic. It's missing plastic in the ass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I love the fact that you know Dudley is trying to pull. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say it because that'll that'll. Uh, you know what? Just the hell with it. I, he's pull, He's trying to pull off that wigger look. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. No, do you know what those are? Yes, I yeah, know what you're talking about. Yeah, yes. he's trying to pull off that wigger look, and he just can't. You, dude, heavy set guys can't pull off that look. <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> look at his uh, facial expression. He look. He really does look like he's on drugs. <laughs> man, the opioids, man. Oh yeah, doing the opioids. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I haven't seen I... those shower caps in a long time. <laughs> look, look at his face. <laughs> his, his face when he's looking up at the sky. Oh my god. Digikins. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh oh! What? Uh, eat the sweets, man! <laughs> oh my god! Whoa, D D Vernon, dude, you look like ah, uh, uh, you know what? I, I mean, he looks very, very overweight now. Oh my god, it does. He's wearing a. Uh, he's wearing. He's got the. Like, Dudley, man, <laughs> chill. Don't over exaggerate. Oh, what the? That owl hit the ceiling. I think that owl hit the ceiling. That bird was just tired, man. He's like, he's like, that's it. I'm tired, man. I. First of all, this is the most calmest howler I've ever seen in my life. He's a chill one, man. He's a chill owl. A very, a very chill howler. His. <laughs> The look on Richard's face. <laughs> this is my fair part of it, man. I'm like, I'm waiting for that moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Actually... Hope... yeah. Hoping you are well. Jeez, man. That face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. Justice. I know. <laughs> That's, it's, it would have been really funny if he would have did that laugh like that. Squeaky laugh. He's like, justice. I know. <laughs> and then he's, and then he just mouths, not well. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, he's not well because he's on drugs. Yes. <laughs> drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs. It's bad. <gasps> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, there's his 30-year-old parents who are supposed to be 21. Uh, yes. <laughs> God's sakes. Uh. Oh, boy. He's yeah, having that nightmare yeah. again. No, that's that's called PTSD right there. Jeez, man, that is freaky. That's, that's PTSD right there. One thing about the one thing about the beginning of the Order of the Phoenix that I did I did like it I did like the opening to Order of the Phoenix because it got right into the Dementor attack. Mm -hmm. um, yes. Oh, thieves are sneaking in. Uh. <laughs> Wizard thieves. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? We'll see. <laughs> First, I like how they did the like just the regular type of opening of the lock. <laughs> ah, there's Moody, <gasps> Mr. Brendan Gleason, of course. Yes, <laughs> oh, they're here. The party's here. The, the dream mm -hmm. team. More like the Avengers. The Avengers of Hawk. Ho I was Hogwarts. gonna. Say, I was about to say the same <laughs> fucking thing. They're like the event. The, the wizard version of the Avengers. Yes. 
Okay, I hate how I'm not getting in any info. Oh, here we go. Now I got it. Now I got the information. So George Harris right there. Uh, Natalie Tina, of course, playing Tonks right there. I remember she was she was uh, she was in Game of Thrones at one point uh, playing Osha, the wildling, which was really fun. And uh, George Harris, first of all, really great uh, British actor, of course, uh, was born in Grenada. Um, he did, though, play uh, Captain Simeon Katanga in Raiders of the Lost Ark, which I really I love. Oh. I thought that was so cool. I didn't even know that. What this? He I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know he was in Raiders of the Lost Ark either. I did not know that until now. Now, something that I'm not really uh, getting a good vibe from right here is we can the the CGI right here is really, really bad because you can clearly tell it's CGI. It's just it, like they added them in there. So that was really bad. And by the way, Nika Nika just went silent again. <laughs> but no, the, the that part where they're flying on the broomsticks, like going to uh, number twelve Grimold Place, again, it was just it, it was it was really poor CGI on on the part of Warner Brothers. It really was. Oh, sure, and no muggle notices. No muggle feels it. <laughs> God. Uh-oh. There we go. Now she's back. Oh, boy. Now I uh -oh. got you back, Anika. Yes, my, head so, my headset is not even connecting again. I don't know what's, what's happening. <laughs> but you can uh, hear me, right? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. But, yeah, again, like, so like I was saying about that broomstick ride, I did not like of how the CGI... It, it, it was it was really bad because you can clearly tell that they were flying on a green screen and oh, for sure and it, and and, you, and through the other couple movies <laughs> god damn it tonks tripping and it's a little bit shaky too so as he's flying you can kind of see a little slight a it, bit of shakiness yeah it was it was bad ah gary oldman hello gary now this time we actually see his face instead of yes. in a, instead of in a damn fireplace Oh, Mrs. Weasley, she's back. Yeah, she missed. Yeah, we missed her in last. We missed her in the last movie. Yes. Yep. Uh, of course. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find her. Damn it. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to. I, I forgot. For the love of me, I cannot remember uh, who played her. I'm having a hard time finding the actress who did. She's like the coolest aunt. She really. She really is. She's like the. She's like that cool aunt. Oh, God. Creature. <laughs> that is a very ugly house elf. A, a very ugly one. He don't like him, you know? He's like looking like, what's she looking yeah. at? <laughs> oh, yeah. Another, <laughs> thing, another thing about this movie is they don't show Mrs. Black like... Oh, I mean, she just flew in. Timothy Bateson uh, playing a creature. So, uh, and, and funnily enough, it's, he did not he did not voice creature in the in the Deathly Hallows because 
Uh, he passed away before the Deathly Hallows could even be filmed, which is really unfortunate. At least, at least Ron's hair looks better in this one than it did in the last one. Oh, absolutely. I like that a lot better, man. Mm -hmm. The suit, though, it, it, it looks cute on him, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, that 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 horrible wizards wizards robes. Those were just absolutely just ugh. They were probably one of the worst things I've ever seen. It gave me Mick Jagger vibes, man, back in those days. <laughs> oh, not even Mick Jagger would wear that, and Mick Jagger wears some outrageous crap. <laughs> now, and here we go. We got the we got the Phelps brothers back. <laughs> I love this. Uh, the extendable ear. <laughs> That's so awesome of how they put like the extendable ears in there. I like how Molly said that she he like of how uh oh for God's sakes why Snape <laughs> oh no and oh God and there's a freaking cat oh he hungry man <laughs> oh <laughs> oh for God's sakes goddamn cat. Freaking cat, man. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, I just love her. I love her, too. She's awesome. She's like the kind of aunt you don't mind having, man. Like, that got your back. I got Exactly. Got exactly. Got to turn your TV down a bit. Oh. That's better, right? That's better. Okay. That's much better. Oh. And then, of course, I, I love how they did talks like that because that was her. She was a jokester. <laughs> I like those bird faces. <laughs> mm -hmm. and of course, this is where. Yep. See, this is where Harry finds out that the that the that the Daily Prophet. And Cornelius Fudge, they were out to get him. And this is this is a big reason why I hated that The Order of the Phoenix was one of my least favorite books. Is because But don't get me wrong, it, like I love all the books, but it's just like the the fifth book in my opinion is filled with so much anguish and, and turmoil for Harry and it and it and it bothered I totally me. A agree. Lot. No for it sure. Just, it rubbed it rubbed me the wrong way. Totally agree. Like, okay. Mhm. Mm yeah. <laughs> so again, one thing one thing that I do like though that that they were doing with the series right here is they well actually I, I love that Gary Oldman played a huge huge role with Sirius Black because he did he did do a great job at portraying the character even though that he knew that he that he only had a lifespan of two movies <laughs> yes like he definitely did for sure or, or not not two movies three movies excuse me no, I totally agree <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm 
<laughs> there you go. Hey, I got yep, there you go. At least Harry's yeah. at least Harry's saying it. Yes. Did you just see that half ass wink that he gave her? Yes. <laughs> or, or not not her, but he gave gave Harry a half ass wink. <laughs> man, Sirius is cool, man. He's cool. He's the coolest wizard. He definitely he definitely is the godfather that you want. He is a godfather that you want. Oh god, <laughs> you're sorry. They're trying to be. This is Union Station downtown, man. <laughs> oh my lord! This reminds me of, of TTC, man. Seriously, Union Station. Everyone going through like that. This is exactly how it looks oh, in Toronto. It, uh, oh really? Yes, the way how people are going in and out, like this area, it reminds me of that so much. <laughs> of Union Station. God, he, looks so <laughs> yes. of, he looks so out of place. <laughs> He's like, and not not only that, I love the music that goes along with. Uh, this part of oh, so they get to use the TARDIS. Oh, oh wait, no, 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 wait a minute. No, the TARDIS is blue. <laughs> no, um, I like the music that that went along with uh when they were entering the Muggle world because it was it was just so it was it was so quirky and uh, oh <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's the phone that they replaced it with. Nice job, smooth, very inconspicuous. <laughs> very inconspicuous that, that what that 19 that fucking 1910 phone <laughs> oh I love now, this music when they're in the office yeah I love I did love how they designed the Ministry of Magic they did they did a great job at designing okay every time every time I oh. see those every time I see those fireplaces every time I see those fireplaces I immediately think of that was the last scene that Daniel, Emma, and Rupert filmed together, and it was the final scene that was filmed for Harry Potter. It was them jumping into the the fireplace in Deathly Hallows Part One? That was the final. That was the final scene that was filmed. Do so, paid? yeah, I mean, it, it's what the nope. how did that cardboard box not catch on fire? <laughs> Do you know what the green box, the green fireplace reminds me of? The Emerald City, you know, the, the 1939 Wizard of Oz, you know, when they're talking to Ozzy, he's like green. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. It's like almost like a reference because it almost like, like resembles uh, Emerald City. Just a slight bit. I would say, yeah, how the entrance was. There you go. So Julie Julie Walters, by the way, Julie Walters. That that's who was playing uh, Molly Weasley, and got and I just I absolutely love. Oh God, oh, Lucius, what are you doing down here, dude? He's a no good man. He's he crazy. Ain't nothing but a snake. I mean, like Lucian, that's all he is. It's just like a slippery snake. Actually, I don't think I meant. I don't think I mentioned this about um, the guy who plays Lucius. Let me let me get him up here real quickly. I, uh, Jason Isaacs. So one of the first scenes that Jason Isaacs filmed with Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. So he had no idea of how sharp the fangs in his snake uh, cane were. And he accidentally slammed it on uh, Tom Felton's hand, and he cu- and he accidentally he cut Tom Felton. 
he cut Jeez. Tom Felton's hand. And after the scene that he filmed, Isaac says he was he was so upset because he because he made Tom cry. Oh my God, that's gotta be painful. That, well, that, that's also gotta be horrible for him to to go through that. I mean, like you, you're you're trying to be a, you're trying to be a professional actor, but then you also see the concern, and you're just like you're you're so concerned for this child that you're working with, and you you didn't want to hurt him. He has heart, man. That's good. Like, I would felt the same way too. Like I would I would have felt so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I would have I would have been kicking myself for the whole day. I don't know how I would have been able to film for the rest of. So he... I was gonna say you're not even gonna give him a chance to talk and and actually give his defense. Oh wait, yeah. wait a minute. Never mind. They're in England. They're not here in America. They don't. There, there is no democratic. Uh... <laughs> court hearing <laughs> this reminds me of the house of commons man in in in, in ottawa uh, yeah 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 <laughs> it does. That's, actually, that's actually a great comparison political wise it's ex except except you know justin trudeau is um, i have to say that then yeah the, just, justin trudeau is in the middle man <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> i forgot to mention uh uh catherine hunter uh, she's she so she's professionally known as Catherine Hunter. I cannot pronounce her real name. She is a Greek actress. Um, she was American-born British actor, but she has a very long Greek name, so she is known as Catherine Hunter professionally. And this is the only time that we ever see her in the Harry the Harry Potter series because this is, well, this is the only time that uh, that Arabella Fig, who is a squib. Just like just like Argus Filches, um, the this is the only time that we see Mrs. Fig in the entire like book series and movies. So I thought it, so I thought it was, and then uh, you can still hear me, right? Yep, I can hear. Yes. Okay, okay. You, you you were just like silent for a long period of time. Like, oh no! Oh no! I'm here. <laughs> okay, good. Anyway, this is. Hold on a second. I also need to say this: the, all these technical issues is another example of why you got to get a laptop and you got to get a blue Medi blue Yeti microphone. <laughs> Indeed. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> so, um, one one thing that Catherine Hunter is also particularly famous for is she played Eddie Karn in the Disney Plus Star Wars spinoff Andor, which I watched it. Uh, wasn't really much of a fan. Uh, it, I don't. I don't know. I, like when it, when it comes to like the Star Wars spinoffs, the only one that's really caught my eye is Ma the the Mandalorian or, or the Mandalorian and Obi Wan. Both have been brilliant series, great spinoff series. But I I wish Disney would stop with the Star Wars spinoffs because I feel like D Disney's just trying to cash in with Star Wars. And you make good series, you make bad series, and, and most most of the series that they made have been good. But it's just like there's been a lot of bad series with these Star Wars spinoffs. I wonder they if they they should have to run out of ideas, man. There's there's they tons have, of stories. They have got this. They have got to run out of ideas. By the way, for I I also love this courtroom design. Absolutely love this courtroom design. It's a great great set that they built. It's kind of funny that the outfits they wear, like the with the uh, mm -hmm. the thing around their neck, yeah. is the same thing that they wear in 
in Parliament. Same thing. It's kind of. I can definitely see it. And, and look at that. Yep. Cleared. You ain't charging. Yeah, fuck you, fudge. <laughs> that was rude. Also, I just noticed Harry's wearing a corduroy jack uh, suit jacket. <laughs> God, the, the corduroy, man. It's... Oh, and there's Sirius. There's Padfoot. I love that dog. <laughs> Are you barking mad? <laughs> God. I don't know what... Did you just... You just got removed from the stream for some reason. Oh, I don't know what happened. Jeez. Oh, we that's are, strange. We are, we are not doing well with these technical issues. It, it happens, man. It's, it's, it's crazy Saturdays. <laughs> exactly. Cra definitely some crazy Saturdays. Once again, I hate the fact that Sirius Black has tattoos all over him. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why put tattoos on him? Because I, I don't, I didn't see any other wizard with tattoos. Except for he's him. He's not a bad guy. Well, no, he's not a bad guy, but it's just like, I, I, I don't understand. I never understood the, the tattoos. Never understood why they gave Sirius Black so many damn tattoos. <laughs> now, that was not how Harry found out about Neville's parents. He actually found out about Neville's parents. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. Um, never mind. We did, we did, we did uh, see... Uh, that he that he found out about Neville's parents in the last in the last movie. I forgot about that. <laughs> this is really a big movie for for not just uh, Daniel but also for Emma and Rupert because it, you know all of them are between the ages of I think fifteen and sixteen years old, and this is really like a big coming of age movie because they have to deal with so much drama, so much teenage rebellion. And so much of the chaos that is the Wizarding World and the the, the upcoming war that they got to face. I know. I think this is kind of like the part of you know just growing up and becoming a wizard. You know, it's just the, the stage. This is like the the next stage. I did not like that one bit. So ever, I did not understand that scene right there where he he's dreaming and he sees Voldemort right in the middle of the station. Wearing a suit. Well, I mean, I mean, look at it this way, though. At least we got shots of the Hogwarts Express. We always get shots of the Hogwarts Express, and I love it. I love every yeah. every damn shot of the Hogwarts Express. I love that shot right there. I and that landscape. I absolutely fucking love that shot. That was perfect. <laughs> right into right into the late night moon. <laughs> You know what? Fuck the fuck off, Malfoy. <laughs> Damn, man. Dude, just, dude, just fucking punch him. Seriously, pull Hermione. Punch him in his freaking face. It's one thing to just keep putting up with Malfoy's crap, but it's another just to keep, like, just to allow him to harass you. Jeez. <laughs> Malfoy, he crazy. No... Did, did you know that um, Tom Felton, he dealt with so much hate for yeah, Malfoy? I, I mentioned that. I mentioned that in the first. What the fuck? What, what is that? That is like a. That's like a plump cactus. Oh, look at what we got here. We got a death stroll. I now one. This is another thing that I loved about this. 
So I mentioned it in the last podcast. I love the design that they had for the Hungarian Horntail. And I loved how they designed the Thestrals. They, because they got everything from the book. They got the description from the book. They did it perfectly. That's what I love about it is, is that they, they, they did a great design with some of these magical creatures. And it looks so lifelike too, like the way how they, they got really do. Into I mean, you, you know, it's CGI, but it looks great. It absolutely. Oh, and here we go. Evan, uh, Ivana Lynch, who is, um, absolutely. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> First of all, I, I I love that they picked Ivana Lynch. She's a great, she's a brilliant uh, English actor or Irish actor. Excuse me, she's actually from Ireland. Um, cannot. <laughs> I like her character, man. She's just calm and cool, but she's so knowledgeable. Well, one of the things that I loved about how Luna, what Luna Lovegood represented, was Luna Lovegood. You know how. You know how all those tabloid uh, magazines that come out with those bullcrap stories of like how, oh, I married Bigfoot and all this stuff. I love that's her character. She's the conspiracy theorist in the wizarding world. And it was so perfect. <laughs> I like that about her. Like, like she had some knowledge. She does. Oh, they did. Oh, they did just show Professor Grubbly Plank. She got like a second and a half of movie script. Oh, for God's sakes. That, that fucking outfit of hers. Yikes. My gosh, man. This is, a, this is another reason why I actually hate this movie is because of her. Just because of Professor Umbridge. I hate her. I hate She's her. She's just like... She's trying to dress like Jackie O, but she can never be Jackie O. Oh, Lord. Ugh. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Amelda Staunton, by the way, um, an absolutely wonder, wonderful British actress, of course. Yes. And an absolutely wonderful broad uh, uh, stage performer as well. She is a brilliant actress. I will always give her that. She is. And, like, one thing. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. And also... Uh, she, I I just saw uh, the most recent, uh, the most recent thing that she was in. She plays Queen Elizabeth II in the final two seasons of The Crown, uh, the Netflix <gasps> special. Oh wait, that, what? Oh my yeah. gosh, I I never knew that. You know, as I'm thinking about it, like, okay, yeah, I definitely see the Queen Elizabeth kind of. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, okay, I get you. She is a very talented actress. I have to say, man, with her character that she portrayed. She acts so kind, but, but deep down, people gotta be careful, man. People that see, actually, you know what? <laughs> I, I need, I need to. This is this is something I need to give Imelda Staunton. Okay, is she playing a? <laughs> Look at <laughs> God, Filchin is his ecstatic clapping. <laughs> yes, he he's so happy, man. His pet, his cat came back from the pet cemetery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he came back saying, "Oh, what's saying? Hey, man, what's the ruckus?" <laughs> Hearing oh all that God. clapping. That was that was good. <laughs> so, you know, what I was about to say though, so Amelda Staunton, what she did with this role, you were absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head. She plays a character 
She plays such a sweet, like almost a sweet old lady, but deep down you know she is an evil prickly pear. Yes. You want to run from her, man? Like that's all I gotta say. <laughs> if I had a teacher like that, I'd be like, okay, I gotta I, I, play I, ball, man. <laughs> you know what? How about you just shut the fuck up, Seamus? You Irish bug. You're the one who's believing the prophet and all this crap. Oh, jeez, man. And, that, and and right there, right there, you see the loyalty. Right there. Look at. Oh my god! I just. Did you just see Rupert's face? Yeah, man. He's like, Rupert. I got your back, man. Is it just me, or did his face look like he was about to whoop some ass on whoever jumped up and was going to say something? He looked like he was ready to kick some ass. Oh. No. Indeed, he's like, you know, got who's next? Like, who's next? Yeah, he, like, no, yeah, no, definitely. He's like, the, the the face he made. It was just like this. He's like the next fucking person who stands up. I'm gonna punch you in the face. Yes. <laughs> See right there, you know what that little tick that that Harry did right there. Um, one thing, so Daniel said that he did read the books and everything, and he and he found out about the Horcruxes, and he felt like doing that little tick kind of gave him that feel that he was part of the Horcruxes, and I like that. I like how I like how Daniel Daniel over the years truly developed into a great actor. Absolutely. Oh, that is so cool. <laughs> that, re that really is cool. <laughs> oh, come on. Don't be a douche. Jeez. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so like I was saying, Amelda Staunton, again, playing Professor Umbridge, who is a, as you can see, she's she plays that sweet old lady type of role, but you find out later of just how cruel and eat. What the? Did you just see the Patil twit? Or Jeez, no, man. no, no, no. I'm not even. I'm not going to speculate what their eyes were looking at. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to. That's a trap. I'm not saying it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> getting back on to Stoughton, the role of Dolores Umbridge that had to be a particularly difficult role for her because she. Kind of kindergarten crap is that? Oh my god! Jeez. Oh my lord! That that looks like that looks like something for preschoolers. It does. Jeez, that's ridiculous. Defense against the dark arts. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> that that fake little laugh of her. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you see the Wicked Witch of the West in just a in, in a in an old lady form. Ugh. Speaking of Wicked of the Witch of the West, she actually she actually performed Wizard or she was in a Wizard of Oz play, uh, Imelda here. So she was she was in a Wizard of Oz uh, stage performance as well. So I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that was kind of pretty cool. Um, a little bit of info. first of all, you look at her wand. Look at Dolores Umbridge's wand. That wand is perhaps one of the most more uniquely designed wands I've seen, and it's and it's very short. I think it's about uh, eight and a half, nine inches. So it's like yes. one of the shortest wands. <laughs> oh. oh my god! 
the, oh, the look on the look on Hermione's face. <laughs> Lies! That is a lie! <laughs> In the words of Invader Zim, you lie! You lie! <laughs> Stop doing that fake ass laugh! That's annoying! <laughs> oh, and I oh and I just noticed she's using pure cane sugar. That's actually pure cane sugar. That's not like that fake crap that you see in like those pouches. That's oh actually my God, real, that... that's actually pure sugar. I don't know. Hey, man. I, I'm not gonna lie. I've actually had some of that stuff in my coffee and also in my tea. It makes it taste. For, okay. First of all, that <laughs> office is terrifying. Secondly, her moving that pencil, she has OCD. Okay. This woman terrifies me even more. <laughs> oh my God. Are those the kids, man, that are turning this into cats or something? On the wall? Oh, oh I, <laughs> I would not even put it past this bitch. I would not put it past her. Oh my god. <laughs> Again, all of that pink, it's too much. Yes. <laughs> right there right there you could actually tell that, you know, she went from being the sweet old lady to to just the actress that she is. And and again, you know, I said last podcast, I said last week in Goblet of Fire of how they did a great job of picking Brendan Gleeson to play Mad-Eye Moody because that was a role that he, that he was definitely born to play. And they picked the perfect actor. And in this situation, they picked the perfect actress to play Dolores Umbridge. Oh my, oh my God. What is she doing? She's Damn. Making, she's making him right with his own blood. Mm -mm. Oh my God. I will not tell what him that. Kind, what kind of Nazi torture crap is this? I'm sorry for saying Nazi, but oh my God. What kind of. That's even more horrifying. That's terrifying. <laughs> That's painful torture, man. That's I'm oh my god, and he's got to keep writing over and over. Jeez, hey, man, she's, like she's really scaring me. She's actually scaring me. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie. She is scaring me. Oh, and she's a, she's stuck in a bubble, man. She's a wizard stuck in a bubble. How do you not know that a dark arts could actually I, come back? Like I have no clue. But once again, might I add? Last week they picked the perfect actor to play Mad Eye Moody. They played. They picked the perfect actress to play Professor Umbridge. Yes. They, oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> that's crazy. Oh it looks my like a full oh lord. I like their prop stuff, man. Weasley. They have a great company. I like how they have. Some oh cool yeah, props. the the the, we, the Weasley Wizard Weezes. Yes. By the way, I, I almost forgot to mention. So remember last podcast of how the, I kept seeing all that ice cream and I told you I was going to go buy ice cream. I went yes. and bought I went and bought ice cream after the podcast. What? What flavor did you get? 
Oh, I got, I got, I got the good flair. I, you ever heard of Tillamook ice cream? No, no. What's a t- Tillam- Tillamook? <laughs> Uh, so Tillamook is a company out in Wisconsin, so they make r- really great dairy products. They also make really good ice cream. Um, I don't know if they sell it up there in Canada, but it's absolutely like some of the best ice cream out there. Of course, uh, Safeway Safeway had a deal of so usually Tillamook is like I think five or six ninety nine per cart per like the the carton or whatever of ice cream. They were having a sale; it was two ninety nine. Now I thought it was I thought it was two ninety nine for each. Turns out there was only you can only get two of them, and I was just like, "Damn it!" Because I was oh. about to, I was, I was about to buy ten of them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, I was about, hey, when you when there's two two ninety nine. Wow, that again, that was a brilliant shot right there because I love I love Hagrid's Hut. I love how because because from the first two films we only saw Hagrid's hut which was like about a couple steps away from the from the castle if you remember Harry Potter so the sorcerer's stone in the chamber of secrets Hagrid's cabin like it it, it wasn't really out there until uh the prisoner of Azkaban and so I love the design that they did for Hagrid's cabin from the prisoner of Azkaban on because it made it look more like Haggard's cabin. Yes. And it kind of gives a little bit of that Lord of the Rings Yo, vibe, bro, man, the Hobbit. You, Yo, are your feet not cold? <laughs> For God's sakes. <laughs> she loves being around nature. She's a nature girl. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Another thing about this movie that I noticed about uh, that they really uh, that they really did starting in 2007 was the fashion really started developed developing better. Like they started wearing, I noticed that of how their casual like Muggle clothes they were wearing better Muggle clothes. Unlike the previous year, they weren't doing that. I also because because I noticed of how Harry he wears Converse like the like the uh, n- not the high top Converse but the uh, the low top Converse All Stars. Yes. And I remember like starting in I think it was around two thousand I think it was uh, I think it was two thousand six that Converse All Stars like the low ones there were shows like iCarly um what was it. There were there were a couple shows on Nickelodeon where the characters they wore Converse, and so they made the Converse low, the 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 go to type of, uh, the go to type of shoe to wear back then, and so I remember I I bought a I I did, and here's the best part about Converse back that back in two thousand and six you could get a pair for like between thirty and forty bucks. Oh my they, gosh, man! They, yeah. It's not, it's not like, it's not like the, the like, you know, sneaker heads. Now they'll go out and spend between five and a thousand and, and $2,000 on sneakers, which you're only going to get like what, uh, two, three pairs of sneakers for between five and $2,000 now. And whereas if you spend $2,000 on Converse, you're likely to get, you're probably likely to get between, oh my God, dude, <laughs> homeboy Got just the- took. He got the munchies, man. I'd be hungry too. <laughs> <laughs> I like what he just said. He's like, I'm hungry. 
I just saw that plate of bacon and eggs uh, behind uh, right there, and I thought <laughs> that looked so good right there. Once again, I like I I like how Rupert and Daniel's hair were shorter in this movie, and because the last the last episode or not the last episode, but the last movie, you know, Daniel and Rupert's hair were absolutely just beyond long. They, they it was it was at a point where you're just like both of them need a serious haircut. <laughs> yes. It was. I'll say, Matt. It was an interesting look. D- it was original. Disloyalty towards who? Can this woman please stop with the pink? Jeez. Oh, <laughs> that's her minion, man. That's the guy. That's her minion. <laughs> I just no, I just, I've just noticed that the cameras that they use. It looks like the, the what is it like the old nineteen twenties cameras? Yes, I like that. Like that vintage is, style. Like that's how medieval wizards are. Like they, they don't they don't think technology is a great thing. Once again, <gasps> oh, more pink. I love this music. Oh, <laughs> I don't bitch. think so. Oh, that was that was a bitch move right there. I'm sorry. I get that you I get that you're supposed to be a. Uh, Oh, jeez. Oh! First you strangle him, then you give him a wedgie? Jeez! Snape is a walking stick, man. (laughs) He really is. (laughs) He's frozen when he walks. (laughs) Uh, You know what? (laughs) You know what? I'm actually going to be on Snape's side on this one. I think he deserved it. She's my, oh, you know, you another know, one. You know who she's reminding me of? She's reminding me of that principal in elementary school where it, where the principal would walk around and if they saw you had a piece of gum, they confiscate it right away. Or if they saw that you brought a toy, they just confiscate it right away. That's who she's reminding me of. Uh, yes. No. <laughs> Uh, Willow, Warwick he's... Davis. Warwick Davis. <laughs> I can't call him Willow Man, but... <laughs> yeah, you, you, you called him Willow Man in the last... What I... <laughs> the... Okay, that was just rude. Okay? That was just rude. To pull out the measuring stick? But again, I know what you say by Willow. I mean, because he because he was in the because he was in the movie Willow. Yes. Oh boy. Damn. Oh my god. So I think it's really funny. Um, so Warwick Davis, ranking wise, is the thirteenth highest grossing actor in either. In uh, in supporting roles, or no, excuse me, he is he is he is the thirteenth highest grossing actor of all time, um, banking a total of over fourteen, almost fifteen million dollars in twenty four films, and um, oh oh wait 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 no 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 I I just saw it right here actually uh so 
so he's banked over 14 million almost 50 million dollars his average movies are grossing over 600 million dollars which is incredible damn <laughs> now i would expect now i'm actually going to say this i would actually expect i love this scene right here by the way because um professor mcgonagall in the books <laughs> she is oh my gosh why be so rude to her oh man that was good there are several things i would like to say like just don't don't be all censored okay we are an uncensored podcast you can say whatever the hell you want yes, Professor McGonagall. She, she is a wicked witch she's a wicked the wicked bitch of the west <laughs> yeah yeah you know what if i didn't say you i'm glad you said it the wicked bitch yes. of the west yes. um <laughs> But again, so this scene right here where I saw Professor, where you saw Professor McGonagall comfort uh, Sybil Trelawney. So in the books, she kind of, Professor McGonagall kind of has like a little bit of an animosity towards both the study of divination and of course Sybil Trelawney because they think that she's a fraud. But for her to comfort her like that, I like that scene. I really did like that scene. Um, yes. Getting back to, so I, <laughs> I think you're going to find this hilarious. So if you could take a guess, if you could take a guess at the highest, the highest grossing actor of all time, of all time, who would you have it a guess is the highest grossing actor of all time? Oh my gosh. That is a good, that is a very good question. Um, mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to just say this of all time. I, I'm going to say, uh, man, is it any actor or just any? okay? It isn't. It is an actor. Just, just okay. Go ahead and take. A, just go ahead and. Oh my god! Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> this radio. I'm gonna say this, man. Uh, I'm gonna guess uh, Johnny Depp. You are. You're, you're way off. So I, as I'm looking what? at, <laughs> as, so as I am, Johnny Depp is not even in the top twenty. Oh, what? Johnny oh. Depp's not even in the top twenty. The highest grossing actor of all time is Stan Lee. Stan, what? Stan Lee? Stan, Stan Lee, the inventor, the inventor of Marvel Comics, is the highest grossing actor of all time. I the, second, the second highest grossing actor of all time, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, of course. <laughs> I didn't and, think about that. And I'm, look, I'm looking at the list right now. I'm looking at the top 20 list. There is only one female or excuse me, two females in the top 20 and both females are number seven and eight. Zoe, uh, Zoe Saldana and Scarlett Johansson. So I, I, I find that very interesting that there's I, I find it shocking that there's not more women on that list. I really do. Wow. That's that's out of 20. That's crazy. Like there's other successful women that are actresses like mm -hmm. that's now this is now i actually knew this but frank welker i know you know that voice actor frank welker he frank is welker. he is number three all time so he is so frank welker holds 870 film roles television and video game credits as of 2023 and he is the most profitable voice actor of all time with a total worldwide box office gross of 17.4 billion dollars that's inc that's incredible and 
he is his worldwide total is $17.4 million, which I think this is unbelievable with all the money that he's made through all the all the 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 films, television, and video games that he's done, $17.4 billion, and the and he's only making 17 mil. To me, that feels a little bit under that feels very, very bad to me. I feel like he should be the number one highest highest grossing actor of all time. Actually, what you know what uh, the name is kind of ring a ring a bell, but but what films was he in again? I'm just trying to think. Uh, so Frank Welker. So here, so here's a little bit of help for you. So he was, so he he did the voice of Scooby Doo in the Scooby Doo movie. <gasps> oh, um, yeah, okay. he's a voice actor. He's a he's a great voice actor. Um, he's done so much. Like I can't even name. You can just go down so many names. Um, he was in the Raiders of the Lost Ark. He did the voice of a Kabuchin uh, uh, monkey. He's like, he's, the, and Frank, Welk, Frank Welker was in George of the Jungle. He did the voices of the monkeys. Oh, so, oh, yeah. He, oh. Okay, okay. Now, That's not, Frank Welker. I, he, doesn't, he doesn't do like those types of roles. He just, he does voicing, which is just impressive. Oh, a voice actor. Oh, okay, okay. I get you now. <laughs> wow. Okay, I did oh not my know God, those, the 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 beanies with the bill, the beanies with the bill. I always thought those were funny. <laughs> yeah, we we kind of got off topic real quick. We kind of got off topic for about what uh, I think almost almost seven minutes, oh, just geez. talking about like these <laughs> these highest grossing actors and actresses. He's, he's ready to be, start. You know, you know, he's being he's both being modest and, and stupid at the same time, but he is being but he is being truthful. Most of the time it, he had he did have help. Cuz I cuz I think it's funny. Harry's not the Harry's not an incredible wizard. He's just Harry. He's just yeah. a wizard. Whereas Albus Dumbledore is has talents that he will never have. Voldemort has yes. talents that he'll never have. But Harry is just Harry's just a wizard. He's not a remarkable wizard. He doesn't have any special talents. He is just a wizard, but he's been able to do all these incredible things because he wanted to do the right thing. And, and he so, believes in himself too. Yeah, and he yeah, he does believe in himself. Now, I find that I find that really funny right there that she struggled to say Voldemort right there because in the in the first movie she she said Voldemort uh, twice without flinching. So I thought that was very, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> they know that he shall not be named. <laughs> Dumbledore's I, army. I like, I like how they were signing the names and one of the Phelps brothers accidentally was signing his own name. <laughs> <laughs> Not bloody like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's excited, man, to join the army. Man. Honestly, oh, yeah. I would be excited too. I would join the army. I would. Yes. <laughs> These beanie hats are so cute, man. I like the beanies. They're cute. <laughs>
All right, practice time. And of course, uh, look who's just uh, like I. All right, my minion, spy on them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god! Jeez, man. You know something? You two are nothing but two horses' asses. Okay. For God's sakes. That's what they do in hockey, man. They they, they slam me like... <laughs> Jeez. The Room of Requirement. And another thing, this is something that bothered me about the movie, is that Neville didn't... Dis Neville did not discover the room of requirement it was dobby who 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 uh uh tell me who who discovered it once again another moment in the harry potter movie series where the house elves aren't are not given any mentioned or credit and you then know, we had showed one elf that was it another Another thing that what Ron just said there, he's like, so what if you really needed to use a toilet? They took that from the Goblet of Fire. They actually <laughs> took that from the Goblet of Fire because it was Dumbledore who actually said that at at the Yule Ball to Igor Kakarov. He actually said that. Oh. <laughs> God damn it, Neville, how? How do you do that? Like, how do you disarm yourself? For crying out loud, I I, <laughs> I I I just don't understand it. I, I I please explain how somebody can disarm themselves. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're real inconspicuous, dude. You were just <laughs> for God's uh, sakes, Filch. Homeboy is real inconspicuous, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> God, it's like a, it's like a too much of man. Mind your own business, man. Like, mm -hmm. you ain't getting no free meal, man. You're not getting no raise. <laughs> no, not for your your cats either. What the? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I never understood. I never understood this that character. What? Wait a minute. What kind of sandwich were you making where it just made that crunching noise? What kind of sandwich was he having? That, that, that did not. That didn't. I didn't understand. I, I didn't understand that. I'm sorry. It, it, that just did not. <laughs> I didn't understand that at all. So the character that we just saw is Nigel Wol Wolpert. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ron. I'm sorry, Ron. You deserved it. <laughs> But yeah, um, so again, Nigel Wol Wolpert, I, I, I just looked it up. Um, bro, really? He's really, okay, I need to ask you something. And he did, sure. did Ron just really do dick measuring like right there with the guys where he's like, I, I, I let her win. Did he really just yes. do that? Oh my God. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. So, so much again, notes, man. 
So again, the, the character Nigel Wolpert, he was never mentioned in the books. He's never mentioned in the books. So I don't understand what the character was. Uh, William Melling is the actor who played Nigel in that one, of course. So, but 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 again, I just I don't understand why they included a a character that was never in the books. It just didn't make any uh, sense to me. <laughs> Ow! Oh, she got distracted, man. <laughs> yeah, she did. Harry's distracting her. Yes, eat him. I dare you. <laughs> oh my god! What the? The look on his face. Oh. Oh. oh, oh I just oh, saw oh, that. Oh. It's squirt. <laughs> that is. That was nasty. There was no need. To, there was no need to show that. I'm sorry. There was no need to have a pustule spew out and get the camera full of. Never mind. That's nasty. Now, th this dude just said Levy Corpus, and that spell was not introduced into the Harry Potter books until the Order of the uh, until the, the Half Blood Prince. So, where the hell did they learn it? <laughs> <sighs> just the mistake. Just the mistakes these movies just keep making. Malfoy, get out, man! Oh, I dare you! Yeah, go ahead, run to the door. See what it. See where it leads you. Oh, <laughs> once, once again. Oh, my God. Damn, Bonnie. <laughs> Homegirl just blew it to smithereens. I love this music when it was playing when they're trying to battle. And <laughs> exactly. yeah, I, I, I love it, too. Now, I like how she just said that she said Expelliarmus. <laughs> like it, it was her accent. Hey, he got it. Finally got it. <laughs> so one thing about this movie that um, I, I I did not like was they did not include um, the scenes with uh, at the St. Mungo's Hospital for magical maladies and injuries because that was a big that was a big thing in uh, the books. Gildor Lockhart was actually supposed to make a cameo. Uh, they they originally had the guy who played Gilderoy Lockhart to come back and play Gilderoy Lockhart because he had a small little cameo in the fifth book. So this this is the second uh, this is the second movie or the second shortest movie in the Harry Potter franchise. I mentioned it earlier in this podcast, um, but I did not like that they took the St. Mungo's saint or, or scenes or the, the, the parts where it had St. Mungo's on there because that was that was a big part in the book. So why take that big part out of the book? Mungo's. What are the Mungo's? St. Mungo's is the, the hospital for wizards. So that's what it was. St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Malady. Mal St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Mel... I can't even talk. Magical mystical? <laughs> no, no, no. For <laughs> So St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical 
Oh my god. See, I'm starting. Okay. So here we go. I got it. Uh, here we go. St. Mungo's Hospital for Magical Maladies and Injuries. There we go. Now I finally got it. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Mm hmm. Well, no, well, first of all, Voldemort didn't, technically Voldemort didn't kill Cedric. It was, it was Wormtail who killed him. Yes. So that, oh. I mean, and I think it's funny. She's, she's supposed to be a sixth year. She's a sixth year. So how have you not been able to stun anything? Because you should have been able to learn the stunning spell by year four or if not year five. Oh, just shut up and moment. kiss her. Ooh. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> they look so shy. They didn't feel. <laughs> they, they, you can definitely tell. Like this was such an awkward scene for them, but it was a good scene for them because, again, like how many of us have been fifteen and not in in awkward like that? Gosh, man. All of us, all of us have been fifteen and, and awkward like that. For God's sakes, man, my my care my Caribbean mother was very strict when it came to me. Well, and boys, no kissing, no boys. I'm not. I, 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 that's not how I go on. <laughs> that was with my mom. Like yes, <laughs> I don't no know. boyfriend till college. <laughs> my 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 parents were never strict when it came to any of that stuff. They never even. They never once even told me don't don't come here around we're here with no babies. Uh, <laughs> You're lucky. Not, yes, by the way, by the way, for everybody out there, I'm not saying my parents were bad. They were they were just they 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 taught me the basics and they basically taught me the you know everything for God's sake. I, yes. I'm not even going to discuss this about my parents. Okay, for God's sake. He's smiling about it. <laughs> well, no, he was smiling because she because Hermione was saying like you have the emotional span of a teaspoon. <laughs> and here it is. This is this is exactly the big development right here. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. <laughs> of course, this is where this is now where Harry finally finds out. That he has a connection with Voldemort. Jeez. Oh, boy. Oh, crap. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> Jeez. Ugh. What the? Oh, no. Snake attacking him. That's the first time I've ever seen uh, Professor McGonagall without her hair in a tight bun. That's crazy. Once, That's a, once again, this, again, the big development right here is, again, this is where Harry finally discovers that he has a connection with Voldemort. And, and you know... That was another character that never really got developed in the in the series was Phineas Nigellus, because he was supposed to be a character. He was a he was a big character from 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 book five all the way onto book seven. Well, I mean, you can't blame him. 
Yes, he definitely meant that. He meant like, well. <laughs> Dumbledore's been ignoring him the whole damn movie. He's just like, he is not. Now, I like Snape. I like Snape's costume right here. Like, because he doesn't have his billowing robes. It just, he just has that suit. And once again, I'm not going to say anything about the wig because his wig looks great. <laughs> it, no, it looks better from the first three films. It, it can move. It, it really can. It's going to help pair with Why something. Why did he keep his wand in a sleeve like that? I didn't, that, didn't, that didn't make any sense to me. Just everything that Alan Rickman does, like the way he acts, like look right here, like the way he's moving. He's doing everything so well. That's what always that's what made Alan Rickman such a great actor is he knew he knew what the role was required. He knew what every role was required. He knew how the how the movements had to be, how to speak, and how to just portray the role that he did in every movie. And that's why Alan Rickman is perhaps one of the one of the most brilliant British actors of all time. Oh, <laughs> yep. There you go. Practicing practicing Occlumency. And once again, this is another thing, another change from the book to the movie is he did not start Occlumency lessons until after he got back to Hogwarts from the Christmas break. That was a great shot, by the way. That was a great that so CGI. That was, that was a great CGI shot right there in the snow. I mean, that was, that was just perfect. That is really cool. I like that. Like, how was like seeing the whole entire castle? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sorry. I want a Christmas ornament like this. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Aww. That tree, I, I know that tree is so pretty. From the I, I, from I the noticed distance. it too. <laughs> See, that's the problem with having twins. You get... You, you, whoa. What? That is a hideous vest. I'm sorry. I know his. I know his mom made it, but good God, that's, that thing is horrible. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, to be honest, if my if my mother made me a vest like that, I would never say that to her face. I would never tell her that, but I would wear it to. I would wear it just to save her feelings, because I mean, like you. When your mom makes you something like that, you always got to wear it just to, even if you don't like it, even if it looks horrible, you got to wear it so that way you save their feelings. Absolutely. It's a key to being a good son or daughter. <laughs> She's a fantastic mom, you know what? <laughs> so I like bet she makes the... Idiot. <laughs> and she makes the best food I can imagine, though. The Weasleys, the best food. Little troll. Oh. Where's Torque the troll mount? Troll man. Yeah. <laughs> Torque. <laughs> Why is Phineas's portrait blown out? I, that doesn't make any sense. 
I just saw Phineas Nigelis's Black's portrait is blown off that family tree, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Once again, just the just the changes. Changes really irritate me in these in these movies. Is is just like those those changes from the from the book to the movies. It's kind of funny because you know you, you know you you watch movies that are that are uh, transferred from book form into movie form, and you always notice those changes. You always you always notice yes. those changes. One one movie series that I've actually noticed that did not did not really defer a lot of fr like they they didn't change hardly anything was the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Because it, uh, now, yes, I admit it. I will admit it on this podcast. I actually have read the Fifty Shades of Grey books, and for everybody out there, it's not about the sex. It's not about the. It's not about the bondage crap or whatever. It, the, the if you actually understood the book and the plot point, then you would understand the, you know, the, the whole thing. But getting off topic, when I when I watched the Fifty Shades of Grey movies, I noticed that they did not change a lot from the books into the movies which i was I, I really liked so again it, it was it was the fact that they did they changed a lot from the book to the movies and and they in the in the changes that they made in the movies especially in this one especially in this movie was they took different they took certain scenes and they did not put them in the movie but I will say this order of the or the half blood prince it was the worst one because we're doing or we're doing uh the half blood prince next week and i can actually tell everybody out there the half blood prince is actually getting my lowest score out of all these movies it will get my it will get the lowest score that i've ever given a, a harry potter film uh, uh because and it and it's not because uh the half blood prince is a bad movie it's the way it was the way it was presented, it's it, it's a bad movie in the way it's presented. It's a Harry Potter film, yes, but the way it was presented, it was bad. But that's why, that's why, because I my opinions on both the Order of the Phoenix and the Half Blood in the Half Blood Prince, both those movies are the worst ones out of all the movies. But the Order of the Phoenix is a better movie because it was presented in a better in a better way than. Yeah than the half-blood prince you will see next week why i will have the half-blood prince at whoops <laughs> sorry oh. I, I accidentally hit the i accidentally hit my speaker button anyway so no next week when we watch the half-blood prince you will see why it gets the lowest score and again to all potterheads out there the reason why i'm gonna give the half-blood prince my score that i'm gonna give is because and I've talked with multiple Harry Potter fans, and they agree that the Order of the that the Order of the Phoenix and the Half Blood Prince are both the worst two movies out of the eight movies that were presented. But a lot of them, a lot of them have said that the order that the Half Blood Prince was the worst one out of all eight movies. And even I think, and I and even I say it. I, I I've always said that it was the worst one. Oh wait a minute, we got the Hagrid's back. Robbie's back. Uncle Hagrid. Yes, Uncle. 
I like that little tune that they were doing when they were running down to the cabin. I like that little yeah. tune that they just did. It's, it's, it's a Hagrid walk, man. It's, it's a Hagrid um, happy walk. I'm going to just call it that because they're excited to see him. Oh, my freaking God. Hurts. What is she doing? Man, get out. You don't belong no, here. Look at that. That overcoat she's wearing. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> that is so bad. Jeez. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> oh, you're a bitch. You are just a bitch. Ugh. I want to say a different word, but I'm afraid of offending you. I'm really afraid of offending you, Anika, because you are a woman. I don't want to say that word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's all good. Okay, fine. I will, I will say it when the time comes. You know, I, I will say that um, out of the Potter movies, I would say the, for my personal favorites, definitely um, year four was definitely one of my favorite ones. I think when you get into the the, the early part of the movie, and it's in the middle, I think that's where you have that sweet, sweet spot when it comes to, you know, films that are definitely well made. And as for like uh, the Half-Blood Prince, I haven't, it's been a long time since I've seen those movies, but it was hard to kind of connect when I first time watched it like many years ago. And you know, you're not wrong about that. That's another reason why I think uh, the, the, the half blood Prince was a really bad Harry Potter movie is because you could, you could not connect with that movie. And also, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week, but I also wanted to talk about it right now. There was a scene in the half blood Prince and when I first saw that scene, I'm like, what the hell is this? This was never in the book. <gasps> Whoa. Alina Boehm Carter. Yep. She hey, Miss Carter. Oh, my God. She is just, she's one of my favorite. She is one of my favorite British actors of all time. Yes. And do you want to know the thing about these movies is it kind of takes, I'm going to be honest with you, the, the, the role of playing Bellatrix Lestrange or excuse me, Bellatrix Lestrange. I, I keep saying Lestrange because they always call her Lestrange for some stupid reason. <laughs> it's Bellatrix Lestrange. Or no, 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 no. Yeah, it's Bellatrix, Bellatrix Lestrange, not Lestrange. There we go, Lestrange. Anyway, one thing. Now, I, I hate this right here. I hate this, this whole newspaper bullshit right here. I... I don't like that. I never liked it from this in these movies where they were where they kept showing like clipping away and showing all these newspapers. I did not like that. I I did not like that at all. It, that really, really rubbed me the wrong way in this in, in this one. But getting on to Helena, so one thing that this movie did for her that I didn't like, it took away her looks. Helena is a very beautiful woman. That woman is that woman is beautiful, and again, it, like the way Bellatrix Lestrange looked, it took away her looks, and I didn't like it. But I but I understood why it took away her looks. It had to be. Yes, I and mean just, just because. Yeah, she is known for also collaborating with a lot of you know Tim Burton movies, a lot. You know, like 
when it comes to cookie and uh, weird films like yeah. she's like the best yeah she uh sweeney todd uh charlie and chocolate factory corpse bride big fish um yes. alice in wonderland as well yes and i think like her although her character is crazy that it does take away her looks she played a very good you know witch i will say very good Oh, no, no, no doubt. I mean, Helena, like I said, Helena is a brilliant actress and not absolutely. I am not taking away a single thing from this role that she or of what she did in the in this role with Bellatrix Assange. She did a great job with it. She and absolutely she, she absolutely nailed that role. Indeed, like I think if I had the opportunity to go into film, I would love to collaborate with her. I think she's like one of the coolest actresses. Agreed. Uh, here you go, Weasley. Mm -hmm. Win. <laughs> <laughs> Got a win, win. <laughs> we the best, man. We the best. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no, 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 no! Never apologize for some jokes. <laughs> never apologize. That's yes. not something I allow. Never apologize for jokes. Yes. Now, DJ see, I did, Weasley. Now, I did like how they 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 showed that Hermione's uh, Patronus was a was an otter and it, it, oh you've got to be, give me a fucking break god no yeah so hermione's patronus was an otter i i didn't i didn't know that ron's was a dog though like it, it never stated what animal was presented <laughs> oh boy uh-oh what is that So another thing changed from the book to the movie. This never happened. They never broke down the door into the room of requirement. I did not like that at all. Mm -mm. But again, it was because they it was because they took away the house self role. That's why they took it away. I'm a ah! Oh shit! Oh, Where she said it? Jeez. Uh -uh. A bullseye. Oh my god, that dude, that blonde in the... The look on their faces, like all those guys, they look like Dudley. They look like they're on drugs. Also, the dude, the, like, did you see the guy in the back, like the really tall guy with the blonde hair? It looked like he got electrocuted the way his hair was standing up. Yes. <laughs> now, I did like how they put Percy in this in this movie because he was supposed to be in the last movie. Oh my god, the dude, the dude on the left in the Sherlock Holmes get up. Oh my god. That, oh. Was, just, that was just a goofy ass costume that he's wearing. Yes. Uh, Dumbledore, he cool, man. He's coming in like. Dumbledore's army. Look. <laughs> Look at the dude in the trench coat, like in the, the only thing he's missing is Sherlock's hat. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love this. I just, I just absolutely love this. I do like Kingsley's outfit. Oh, <laughs> You give him a wink like I got you, Harry. Woo! Oh! 
Oh, and here's the be- here comes the best line in the entire friggin' movie. Yes. Dumbledore's, Dumbledore's got style. It's true, man. <laughs> another thing, another. So they actually changed that line, by the way. Um, so I did. I did like how Kingsley said it. I like how Kingsley said it because um, uh, the actor who was playing him, uh, George, did a gr- did a good job at uh, presenting that role or presenting that line. But it was actually Phineas Nigelis who said it to to uh, Cornelius Fudge. <laughs> Uh, what? Like you're you're saying? What the hell? You took all the paintings down? Jeez, Jeez man. She really doesn't want no fun having in that in that castle. Oh god, man, that's, that's <laughs> like, that feels oh, like working at a restaurant, man. When you when you when your old god. boss leaves. <laughs> oh no! Is that Jack Skellington back there? Oh, my god. oh no! Did Did you see the absolute pleasure he took in doing that? That was yeah, so, he's like that was actually really funny. I will admit like, that was really funny. He's like, there you go. Oh my gosh, it oh looks so dark this, in this, this classroom. This woman's making everybody cut their hand. Also, another thing about the a big change from the from the book to the movie is they made Cho to be the one that ratted out all of them out. It wasn't Cho that ratted anybody out. It was her friend Marietta that ratted ratted everybody out. Mm-mm. And so. <laughs> the way George and Fred were looking at her. <laughs> like, love... we will get you. I was just about to say that the, the look on their faces is like, bitch, you're about to have your comeuppance. Mm-mm. Bitch, please talk to the hand. You ratted us out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like bye. I like that shot right there. I love that shot in the fog. This that one? that that was that was a great shot right there. I loved that shot of the castle in the fog. That was perfect. Yeah, we know you work hard on that army. Don't worry. Yeah, I mean, he's kicking himself in the t- he's kicking himself in the ass, and it's not his fault. It's not his fault that someone you know you know ratted them out. Yes. And Dumbledore got you, man. He basically he knew what they were doing, and basically Dumbledore knows a lot of things that's going on in Hogwarts. He knows. Yeah, he, yeah he knows. He knows exact. He knows more than what goes on in, in that castle. That's a, that's, a, that's a thing that always. Portray- now I'm looking at this scene and I'm just seeing the way the lighting is. And this was the, like the, the, the lighting in this forest situation is not good. You can tell everything is on a blue screen too. Yes. It's so see, right too there, foggy. See, but you see right there, the shot of Hagrid, that was good lighting. That was good lighting right there. But I mean, it, uh, it's, it's the overuse of blue screen and CGI that really, just it, it just it, it doesn't sit well with me it doesn't sit well with me because oh my god oh my god Ugh. 
Oh my. Holy fat flying hell. Oh, what the sh Holy God. Dude, you brought a giant. Ah! Oh my gosh, <laughs> shit. Well, at least he's got him on a leash. Yes. Oh, for heaven's sakes. Half brother? I remember that, yes. Oh my god. Well, at least we know who's got the... Oh, good lord. Don't scream. <laughs> no. Yeah, because that would... That would really help is just like... <laughs> god. I wonder who plays him. Who's the actor? Tony hmm. Mud, uh, Modsley. I just, I just, I just found it out. <laughs> the way she said, "Now," like, does that not remind us of all of our mothers? Like when they were just like so firm with us. Yes. Oh, he's a little bit heartbroken. Oh, for God, an admirer. <laughs> the way the way he just said it, he tried to say it's so tough, but he's so scared. <laughs> First of all, where did he? Aww. Can somebody explain where he got that from? What's that? Also, I will say this. Haggard got the looks in the family. Grop, uh, Grorp didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> now, why did... Oh, once again, so... First, Hermione... First, he gave her the bike handles. And now he has them again. Am I the only one oh. who just missed that, who missed that movie mistake? Because, like, <laughs> she was the one that was holding up. Oh yeah, there's our there's our thirty something year old parents. Yes. <laughs> oh, and then he got oh he's got his billowing robes again. That's not just in his suit. You know, I I'm not gonna lie. If I could if I could do a cosplay of any actor, or of any of the characters in Harry Potter and the Death or Harry Potter. B b that's not Harry, Ron, or Albus Dumbledore. It would totally be Snape. Snape? Really? Wait. Yeah. I mean, come on. Snape had style. Okay. He did. Okay. Yes. All right. I think you. I think you can put definitely pull off a Snape. You would. I think it. For sure. Oops. Oh boy. This is just. I this just cannot be fun for him. For me, I'm not too sure which character I would portray, but I think I'd be like, you know, I'd be in the Gryffindor team, but I'd be like maybe something of a half siren man. I'd be like a half siren. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. That would be like my my character. It, it'd be hard to portray who, but I'd say I'd make a good fit, like a, a partial siren, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So another thing about the and this is this is not how it happened. This is not how this happened. 
He found all this out through the pensive. So again, another gigantic chain. Oh, speaking of young Snape, speaking of young Snape, I, I, I read that, that HBO, that Max is planning on a possible Snape spinoff series. What? I think, I think that's what they're doing. Ooh. I can see that, man. <laughs> he could be, be related to the Adams family, man. You never, you never know. <laughs> Some great distant, distant cousin. Mm -hmm. A far, far distant cousin, man. Something of. Because, you know, he dresses in black and he goes has a straight face. Like, yeah. Like right. a lurch. <laughs> yes. Because the Adams family, they have family from abroad, man. They have family from different worlds. So you never know. <laughs> Can you imagine if there was a Wednesday Adams in Hogwarts, man? Can you imagine? Oh that? my god! Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that right there—the multiverse of Harry Potter would collapse. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> Jeez. You know, George, I've always felt like I love them. <laughs> I love them both. Owl in pro process. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh. What's it with oh, all yeah, the or the, the they're they're ordinary wizarding levels. Jeez. Ordinary wizarding levels. Of course, the uh, the the examinations of which fifth years take. So that way they can get into the six years. Who is at the door? <laughs> my my absolute favorite favorite uh, part in the entire movie. Oh, yep. <laughs> we getting ready for something, man. A celebration of, but of what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Whee>! <laughs> and of course, I love the I love the music of the Weasleys. I love the music that the Weasleys have. It's brilliant music. <laughs> this theme is like so fun, right? It is. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my god. Oh yeah, Holy the dragon. Lord. I love it, man. The Asian dragon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this is karma. <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> yes! They all come crashing down. All the rules are gone, man. 
I just, again, I love it. Like, I love how they flew out on their brooms just to a big old, just to a big old applause. And I was so, so happy. They're like, yes, man. Yes, Weasley. Yeah, Weasley's wizard wheezes. He's happy. He's like, yes, man. I don't. I never under. Oh, and I can tell that Slytherin girl right there is Pansy Parkinson. Like, look how smug she looks. Yes. <laughs> and I also noticed that there were Slytherins cheering. Why? Like, that that confused the hell out of me because Slytherins wouldn't be cheering for that. Oh, jeez. That is so, that is, oh. Oh my gosh. Mm -mm. Yikes. That, uh, that's very, that was not fun at all. Those, those visions is is terrible, man. Just imagine. It it really is. Reliving it every time, man. Just once in a while, just like. She's not wrong. I mean, I mean, that's not, I mean, that's not wrong. wonder what they up to now this is a mission yep now see uh, <laughs> what what kills me right now is how did they have time to change out of their robes into their muggle attire <laughs> like if they're in such a hurry why would they change oh damn this doesn't make any sense Ah, uh, cunt. Okay, I, I, there, there. I said it. I'm not ashamed of it. Okay, this woman's a cunt. For God's <laughs> sakes. Oh, for God. <laughs> only, Snape, only, only Snape would say something that. That's sinister, okay? <laughs> Only he would say something that sinister like that. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. Thank you. Okay. Smart <laughs> move. No, 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 no. That was a smart move by him. Can't be can't be seen. Can't be seeing the stuff. Yes, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, you didn't. No. Lady, you work for the Ministry of Magic. You can't be doing that crap. Hey, that's illegal, man. 
By the way, can you do you hear all of her cats? They're all the one. They're panicking too. Even the cats in her, even the cats in her freaking room are terrified of this woman. Yes. <laughs> Oh, secret weapon. Oh. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, smart girl. Very. Thinking on her toes. Ah, now I see. Now I see where she's going. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh boy where is he uh, where did he go mm -hmm. come on man show up and they hate you <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean they all hate you. The only the only ones who like you are the Slytherins. Yes. Think about that. Yes. <laughs> they can sense that they don't they that you're awful, man. That's mm -hmm. why they're looking at you. Exactly. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Is she? Oh my! Man, she's calling him half breed. She's calling. She's saying near human intelligence. My God, this woman dumb. This is oh, this geez. is. Oh my God! Oh my gosh! Like I said, she's nuts. She's nuts. Oh, oh, there he is. Finally, yes. Oh, good timing. Real good timing. <laughs> they don't care who you are. Now, seriously, I would love to know how they got past those centers just completely unscathed. Not no chance yes. in hell. <laughs> where are they take her? I've always, I've always wondered where these guys <laughs> took her. This is a mystery. I love how he just did that. He gave, literally threw her under the bus, and she and that's that's the best. <laughs> Come on. Come on, serious. By the way, that shot of him saying "I must not tell lies," you could tell right away that they were behind it, that they were in front of a blue screen. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> I'm just looking at their clothes, and it's just. And I, one thing that's standing out to me is Neville wearing that the vest. See, <laughs> it's it's so. It's like a. What's the word to say? Is it the dad vest? He's wearing the, he's rocking the dad vest. Yeah. 
I just love it. Yes, they're on adventure. All, those things are so cute. Honestly, like although they look all they're not colorful, but they're just so cute. <laughs> they're just misunderstood creatures. <laughs> They really are really misunderstood creatures. Oh, they're in the Ministry of Magic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, in that's the soft, underground. That, that stupid soft voice of whatever it was. <laughs> Department of Mysteries. All right, guys. Such a determined look on his face. Yes. They're ready to defy man. They're like, okay, I'm ready for anything. Mm-hmm. Look at all those it's another, it's another interesting set that they built is the, the, the Hall of Prophecies. I always thought it was very interesting because you can tell everything that, that that's in there is a uh everything everything there you can tell it's just it, it's green screen i i don't for one suspect that there's that there's shelf after shelf right there no not at all that's like it's impressive though how they make it so lifelike i think there were from there were maybe a few of them that were probably made physically just because so, some of them did break so hmm There'd be no way in heck, yes, that they could build a lot of those things. So, had to been. Yeah, definitely green screen. Helps. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is. Once again, that, that, that I mean, that just looks so fake. Of course, I know. I, I mean, I mean, you can actually tell. You can actually tell that that's just a glass ball with green in it, because yes. the, because the, the, there's no way that you can. It's just so weird. And and another bad part about this movie is that they never gave Professor Trelawney the credit that she deserved because she was the one who actually made this prophecy right here about Harry and Voldemort, and. They never explained the prophecy completely because the prophecy played a big role in not just this in not just this book, but in the sixth book as well. There's one thing I have to understand, like in these prophet in these prophecies. So is it like other people, other stories or other archives of things? Well, no, I mean, I mean, what it was is like the Hall of Prophecies, I guess, is just like prophecy after prophecy that was told. Now, I like that. I, I absolutely liked what they did right there with the mask, why, where the where the the wand just like evaporated it. That was actually a really that, good shot. That was cool. And here we go. And here's where Helena just starts to shine. This is where she see what I mean about her looks. It's her hair yes. it, like it, it like. She looks absolutely insane. Insane. Yes. <laughs> she would look like a someone from the Salem's TV series, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was I was gonna say the same thing. Mm 
Yes, he does. <laughs> Jeez, Matt. <laughs> Who else is there, Matt? Uh, definitely, definitely more, definitely more Death Eaters and all that stuff. Mm-mm. Once again, Jason Isaac's just absolutely playing, or not just not just doing the role perfectly, but he's but he's showing off just like how great of an actor he really is. Because he's because he's always been he's always been a great actor. Jason Isaac, Jason Isaac has, and right there, right, exactly that scene right there where you see everybody just around him, you could tell that they're around a blues, either, it doesn't matter if it's a green screen or blue screen, you can tell. There you go. Uh, yes, that is on, bitches. Yes. Oh, I like this. You know, the, the, this is that so was, cool how they all That do. was good. Uh uh. What the? I'm sorry, but that was just rude. Just like punching her in the mouth. It was just that was just downright rude. <laughs> <laughs> Neville, man, you gotta be brave, man. Mm -hmm. You got into too much accidents. This boy has gone into too much accidents since he was a kid. Time to prove himself now. He's that he's a fighter. And that was and that was something that I really did like. I I love the development. That was creepy. I'm sorry. That was just like the 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 way that guy was looking. That was just very creepy. But <laughs> I did love the development of Neville because from book five on, Neville started to develop so much confidence in himself. And damn, nice one, girl. I was a good. Oh fuck. <laughs> Dude, uh, why are you looking? Just run. Seriously, run. Mac, no time to stare. Let's run, I was going to, like, seriously, how, why are you just staring at it? I, I would have already been halfway, halfway away. <laughs> like, oh, where'd she go? I'm like, oh, I'm all weary out. <laughs> exactly. Oof. Huh? That was just odd. I don't. That's very odd. Nice landing, man. Oh, boy. This is a very touchy part. Yeah, that, this is this is a, has always been a very interesting part for me because it doesn't really describe the doesn't really describe like exactly why they or well let me I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find the words and I can't find them. Can't find the word to describe it really. I don't know. I I I don't think that they did a great job with the development of these scenes where 
you know the 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 straight up just being in the being in the ministry of magic i don't think they did i don't think they did a great job at developing it and what i mean by that is i don't um david yates who is the director of this movie i just don't think he conducted or really made the fight at the ministry what it was from the book because he kind of because he did really take away a lot of it and i don't know i i feel like i feel like that this battle at the ministry had it was supposed to have more character and it just didn't have the character that it was supposed to have he's man lucius man mm-hmm. once again jason once again jason isaac's just a, a great actor Also, actually, actually, now I know. Now I know why that I don't like that. Why, why this movie is kind of like a little bit of on the negative side is because the, the this whole this whole process I think has been like what two three minutes and it's developed very very slowly. That's 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 not something that's good for a movie like this. You cannot develop things slowly like this. You just can't because it, I I feel like if you if you start developing certain things slowly, you're going to lose momentum. And over the last, and over the last, what two, four minutes of this movie, it lost its momentum until that. <laughs> yes. Hi. Just, yeah. hauled, just hauled off and punched him. Oh, yeah. And it broke. Uh, the so Avengers. Again, yeah, yep, yep. The Wizard Avengers. <laughs> this is the coolest scene. I do like the the fighting battle. But I, I do. I do need to give it this one. This was a great. This was definitely a good scene. Um, compared to when they started fighting at the beginning of the ministry. Yes. Here's God's man, you got this. Like I said, like the the absolute like the it really they had really good choreograph the, the, the choreograph was brilliantly done in this part of the movie. Uh when it came to the wizard fighting. Or excuse me, not wizard fight, wizard duels. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> <laughs> the way the, the way he it's just that. like that that dude just said it, he's like, hey, go, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! No! Oh! Oh my God! No! Ugh! Oh no! First Cedric, now serious. How many times? How many times is Harry Potter like the Harry Potter is going to keep ripping our hearts out? And again, this you know Harry now losing his last and only family member, or excuse me, his like the last person that he compares to a parent oh boy now I, I always found it funny because Gary Oldman and Helena they joke about that all the time about how she killed him in the movie I think <laughs> I think that's always funny of how actors and actresses were like when they get out of their roles 
they just like they they joke about their roles they joke about like what happened with their roles what happened with their characters and they and it's always that's always great <laughs> not a chance the way how she laughed man i was like oh my gosh man mm -hmm. Oof, that, that just got to your to your core Oh my god. Gasp. Uh, and uh, how does Harry not not see that? I also hated the fact that like when you hear the wand like drop on the floor it made that like stick noise. Yes. I get that they're made out of wood but it's just like So here comes here comes one of the best wizard duels of all time but unfortunately David Yates did not do a good job when it came to choreographing this or of <laughs> just yeah because this was supposed to be a very epic fight scene I when I first saw this movie I was so I was so disappointed I was very disappointed in how this wizard duel turned out because it was not how it was described in the books like the, this was kind of me like merlin like dumbledore was kind of me merlin vibes man like lord of the rings Holy like gandalf hell oh shit oh once again um you know uh ralph finey finey's here just uh, he absolutely did play a good Lord Voldemort. He did a great job. Again, I was I was just very I was very disappointed with this with this wizard duel. Because I feel like this wizard duel should have been longer. I feel like it should have been at least between 2 if not 4 minutes. And it should have been longer. Holy fat flying oh. fuck. Oh, jeez. And he destroyed that. He's like, man, yeah. that's three must. Oh, that's how you're going to kill him. You're just going to send him, send a bunch of shards of glass his way. Brilliant move. Like, brilliant move by Voldemort. Like, send crap ton of shards of glass so he can turn it into rice. Jeez. Again, like I, like I said, I was I was just very disappointed in this wizard duel. I, I I was not pleased at all. It was a good wizard duel, but I was very very disappointed. It could have been better, and a little bit longer too, definitely because because this is iconic. You know, you have Dumbledore, you know, which is kind of like he's like almost like a thousand years old, and then you have mm -hmm. Voldemort. So it's like I felt like you know you I I totally agree with you. This could have been longer, and, all, and of course, uh, the fight could have been a little bit more better. I would say. This scene always, this scene always got me to me because when I first, when I first read the book and found out and saw, you know, of how Voldemort possessed Harry, and he was trying to get Dumbledore to kill Harry, and it was just like, like that was that was so dark for me. That was one of the darkest things I've ever read in my life. Was mm -hmm. oh, he, shit. he possess he's he's possessing Harry and he's and he was telling Harry 
Um, that was creepy right there. That was actually, I, I mean, the, the whole process of right here was perfect, but the because like you can see the struggle and the anguish on Dan's or on 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 Dan's face, and he again, Dan has always developed in such a into a great actor, but it, I feel like this was the movie that he became that great actor, and. Like I was saying, so the so the change from the book to the movie is Voldemort takes over Harry and he's telling Dumbledore, if death is not the worst thing, then kill me, kill Harry and see if it's if and see if it doesn't work. And, and like I said, when I read that as a kid, it was it was brutal. It, it, it was it, it absolutely shocked me. There it is. You'll never know love or friendship. Oh, he and got right there. Look at that. And right here, Harry's victory. Just like that is just a victory in itself. Yes. Oh, damn. That was, that was absolute. That was just perfect. The, the, the victory that Harry had over Voldemort in this in this spot was brilliant. And I didn't understand this right here. Because Dumbledore's right there. Why would Dumbledore not react? I, I didn't understand that at all. And it was and it was very pointless to me. But again, Ralph Fiennes was just such a brilliant... They... I mean, they picked the perfect actor to play Voldemort. No shit, now, Sherlock. Now they, now they saw the truth mm. now. And they're like, yes, he's back. Also, I just noticed that Cornelius Fudge is in his pajamas, <laughs> but he was, but he's also, okay, can we please, can we please stop with this newspaper crap? Because again, this, this is something that, this is something that just was unneeded. This whole news, the, the, the whole newspaper thing was just not needed. It was not needed for this yeah. movie. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra. <laughs> he who must not be named has returned. Of course, that's what. Of course, that's when what Harry and Dumbledore have been trying to tell you, idiots, for what the past year or so. Yes. another this is another one of those scenes where it's you you don't i i feel like this was just a scene and here we go this this is where everything just gets like completely serious this is where michael gambin really starts shining brightest as dumbledore right here he was. He gave everything. I would say to his role. He, he. When I'm seeing him, I'm seeing Gandalf. I'm also seeing a little bit of Merlin. I'm seeing a little bit of you know, like a little bit of everything. You know, he's like the ultimate wizard. Yes. Dead. And, and again, you know, it, it really was a shame that Richard Harris uh, uh, passed away, was unable to finish this role. But I do think that Harris could have actually provided. He could have been. He really could have, probably been the ultimate Dumbledore. He really could have probably been the ultimate Dumbledore if he would have finished this role. 
I think he really could have. And they're all fantastic, you know, in their their own unique ways. Like they definitely brought some into the character. Like the original Dumbledore did, and this guy did. Like they definitely yeah, brought something cool to the character. Gambin was Gambin was perfect when it came to being that. Now in this movie is where he really started developing that. Uh, I want to be like not just. Uh, I think. Uh, the wiseness of Dumbledore, he started to get that wiseness a little bit in him. But in the in the in the in the Half Blood Prince, though, it was Gambin was able to shine his best as Dumbledore. That's my take on that. When out of all the movies that Gambin was Dumbledore, it was the Half Blood Prince and the Deathly Hallows Part Two, where I believe Gambin shined his brightest. As the role of Dumbledore. I totally agree. I absolutely, absolutely agree with you. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> For God's oh. sakes. <laughs> Rock and old school converse. Now, I, I like how they have the converse up there, but they're not showing the logo. But yet they were showing Nike's logo in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> oh, finally! Now, now this, this is this is by far one of my favorite endings to the Harry Potter movie series. One of my my all time favorite ending was, of course, the first movie because it was perfect. But this one, I think, is number two because. You see them walking towards the train. And they're realizing everything that they now have to go through. Yes. That, you know, that this he's back, you know, Voldemort is back. Like mm -hmm. he's alive. He is alive and well, you know, in the physical and the, the wizard, the other, the other side yeah. of the wizarding realm. So he's real. He's, and they got to be prepared whenever he's going to attack. See that shot right there. I I I do love that shot because that's a, that is that is in an actual forest. They are in an actual forest. And yes. Oh. There there's no there's no green screen. There's no blue screen. There's none of that crap. So it gave you that. And this this shot is brilliant too. I oh, I, I, I love that one. I absolutely love that shot to end the movie. Yes. <laughs> and there we go. That is it. That is Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, year five. And so now we move on to year six. And of course, next week, I'm going to have to suffer through Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. And so, but thankfully, I'm going to have Anika here to suffer with me. <laughs> yes. But so um, last week, I get, yeah, last week I gave my review first. But it's time for Anika to give her review first on this one. So, for everybody out there who is curious, we have a we have a scoring system of one to ten. If anything is ranked below five, it is not worth watch. It is not really worth watching, but you can watch. But if anything is below three, it's not worth it at all. And any movie that is seven and above is always worth watching again and again. So, Anika, you have the floor. Take it away. I give this film, oh my goodness, I have to say 
and 9.5. Now, the reason why I say this... Oh, my God. I, I, I'm going to say this. You know what? I, 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 although some people, you know, may not agree with the film, but one thing I do like, the aspect, the aspect of that they were you know in um in a fighting duel match i like that part that was really creative and of course you know they're building their own army that's one thing i definitely liked about this and it definitely brought that uh, entertainment aspect into it and of course you know seeing halia bohem carter she definitely um played a fantastic role i think seeing like all the characters you know come in in battle that was the coolest one for me yes okay all right well and oh, uh... oh sorry <laughs> go ahead and also for um, Harry, basically, that we kind of see him growing, grow throughout the years. He basically becomes the ultimate warrior, you know, from a boy to a soldier to a warrior. I like that. I actually like that. That's actually a great, great review. So here we go. My review on this. So Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix, still a good movie. It's still a good movie. The the choreography on everything that is that was done in this movie when it came to the wizard duels, where it was at the with both the Ministry, uh, Dumbledore and Voldemort's fight, and also with um everything about and, and just like Anika said, this is exactly that she's absolutely true. This movie showed Harry growing into from that little boy to now a soldier. Not nearly a man, but he's becoming a soldier, a soldier for the wizarding world and still being that symbol to the wizarding world. And so, again, Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix is a great movie. There was a lot of things I did not like, but I'm not going to give this a I'm not going to give this a particularly low score, but this movie gets 8.7 out of 10 for me. So 8.7 out of 10. So even with my 8.7 score, this movie from both of us gets a nice 9.1 out of 10. So we still haven't we still haven't had a bad score for a, for a Harry Potter film. We haven't had no. one yet. Um, <laughs> not one of the movies have been below eight, but I feel like that's really going to change next week. It's it's <laughs> like my I already have my I already have my score picked out. Nothing's gonna change it, and I think, I think this, I think next week, the Half Blood Prince might actually be the film that Anika does give a bad review on because, again, it, it, here's the thing: I'm still gonna give it the respect that it deserves. It's a Harry Potter film, but it's also just, it's not a great film development-wise and watch-wise. It, it really is not. But anyway, uh, that is gonna do it for both me and Anika. Uh, do not fret; you're not gonna have to wait a week for the next episode of Ready, Set, Action Commentaries because tomorrow night is me and Don Dishes. We are back doing next Friday. So you're going to have to you're going to have to look forward to that. And then of course, next Saturday, me and Anika, we are back doing year six of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. So Anika, I think that is it for us. We've done with this podcast has been two and a half hours. It wasn't supposed to be two and a half hours, but again, technical difficulties. What are you going to yes. do? Yes, I know. Don't worry, we won't have those issues no more. We promise. But anyway, that is going to do it for me and Anika. So guess what, guys? That is it. Cut, wrap, and print. That's all, folks.